0: All right, we're going to get right back to it. As promised, part two of Galen Gehring, no long intro. Jason?
1: Hey, all I got to say is, if part one was crazy, part two is double crazy. Can't wait.
0: I can't wait. All right, let's get to it, people. Galen Garing, the Tom Brady of soap actors. Let's do it. Now, I want to push a little forward because mm. you somehow, even though I've been dying to get to it, it hasn't happened yet, which again, it's interesting. It was like this with, excuse me for one second, it was like this with Laz mm-hmm. as well. It's a later in life thing. Mm-hmm. It's not this thing where it's like, I'm going to do this. I have this path. I'm going to I'm going to act. But somehow between now this high school in Santa Rosa and college year, you, before that happens, you get into modeling.
2: Correct? Yeah. So, it, so what happened was- How does this happen? So after ninth grade- Santa Rosa. I, just, I want to go back to L.A.
0: Did your sister move back to Santa Rosa? No. She stayed she in stayed L.A.? She stayed in L.A. Oh, but they let you again move back after ninth grade. High school.
2: Yeah, year. totally different high school, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, so by the way, at this point, like, I had good grades. Right? I had, I had get- B's, A's and B's. Maybe you see in there, but I don't even know if, you know, it was like, uh, it was good. I mean, I was, I was out of control.
0: But he had you at least but, in some kind of discipline. By the time oh, you got back, like, I get home, I do my work, yeah. et cetera. Exactly. Et cetera.
2: And uh, so I'm like, I'm going back to L.A. Like, I'm over this. You know, because I would go back for the summers and it was like so fun. And, and which uh, high school do you end up going to in L.A.? Eagle Rock High. Oh. Eagle Rock High. So, so I'm at Eagle Rock High and. Uh,
0: you meet a new friend.
2: And um, mom's got the duckmobile. <laughs> the duckmobile is a new. Car? The duckmobile, yeah. What, what, Wait a second. Though. Is it an
0: oldsmobile? What was the duckmobile?
2: So, I'm trying to think. Like, <laughs> my sister and I. You know, we we only had like she was like two years older. So I came back for tenth grade, and she's basically like I'm in tenth, and she's in twelfth, right? So she's basically like finishing out.
0: And is she a cool kid? In 12th yeah, grade super, Yeah, she's oh, So cool. you're her little, you're her little brother now.
2: Yeah, but. Because she ended up, she went in the Peace Corps and she was like busted out. She went like over to Africa like right away. So, wow. But but there was a time when we she, were there living in the house together. And, you know, one of the reasons I know and remember was um, in particular like, uh, you know, I started dating her friends. So she would have friends over, and then like right,
0: and this is where the good looking stuff really starts to this come in. Is, this started kicking in mm-hmm. at this point, yeah, right? This is so where it's like, oh shit, I'm I'm good looking. Like women react differently to me; men react. It's different.
2: Right. Yeah. My sister was super irritated by it all.
0: Oh yeah, that was probably just the best part of it.
2: Not for her. No, for you.
0: Mm. I mean, she. she I mean, I, mean you. I.
2: I like the fact that she would she had friends and they were cute and. Maybe a couple of them, you know, we got along. And, Subconsciously, but then what would happen was like A, they would either hang out with me, and she hated that, or B, they wouldn't want to come over anymore because they'd already hung out with me. If you know yeah. what I'm saying? This right? is the so, reverse
0: edge of seventeen.
2: Right. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Right. So you. It, so this is. But you're living in a in a in a in a heaven on earth. Yeah. You know, you have all these people, different walks of life, in and out. Your sister's popular. She's yeah. carved a road. Well, for you. she
2: was. She was like. She had her friends. I mean she was she was very artsy, like I said, and she you know, she was more like gothic, kinda like funkadelic, but she had, you know, that was really popular then. So I mean at least for that sect of things. And I just wanted to like grow up and whatever she was doing like seemed cool and, and fun and like I remember she was going to like Maryland's this club in Pasadena and it's no longer there. You could look that shit up. Maryland's? Too. Yeah. Is that a – yeah, let's it was like a dance club, that, you know? In and, Pasadena. Yeah,
0: that she would go to like wait,
2: wait, was uh-huh. the drinking age till eighteen? I wonder. You couldn't drink there. You couldn't drink mm. there, but oh
0: no, no, I'm just saying like because you know at eighteen and you're going out to clubs, you had uh, I had fake IDs for twenty one. Yeah. You know, it didn't yeah. uh, exactly. So you're out at the clubs. You're going with your sister. You're getting in.
2: Well, no, she didn't really want me around, but I, this Maryland's was like I think it was like years before some summer, mm-hmm. but anyway. So I ended up making she she goes off to Africa. I'm in LA. I make friends with this guy, Marine. He's like this awesome musician, cool guy. Mm-hmm. Um, lives in uh, in Highland Park. So, so, so uh, Maryland's. So he introduced me. Like he's Marine. He's a musician. A musician, yeah. A musician, yeah. He actually uh, the bassist in his band is uh, the bassist in Beck. Now it's got Justin. Um, so like you hmm. know he was around people talented people. I mean, Beck was was around then too. And um, but. We discovered this, like, nightlife downtown, which was amazing. What year is this? This is, like, 87.
0: So let me just brief. So you're talking about downtown was Vertigo at Myron's Ballroom on, um, uh, I forget what, Flower. Uh, And then you had uh, Wall Street, and you had Mickey Rourke's Club Rubber, and you had every cool
2: spot was downtown. There was Scream. That was oh, where yeah? we would go all the time. Scream. Plastic Passion. That was another one. Oh, I didn't know that one. Did you know Power Tools? Yeah. Power, Power Tools. Tools. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you used, to, you used to have to, uh, if you could get the number, you would call this number and it would tell you where- The moving club was. Were. yeah. yeah. This was is a real awesome. thing in downtown, yeah. and it was happening. Oh, man. It was so fun. So and so great. So we had, so, Maureen was this great musician and he was always like, he would look into LA Weekly like- for shows that were coming up, and you know, I remember going to see actually um, Social Distortion, a free concert in Santa mm. Monica, and just being like, "Holy shit!" Like, the, there's so much to offer in LA. It was so cool we're going to like the LA street scene and all that stuff, and and just seeing great bands. And then we discover we went to this place called Raji's one night. He's like, "You got to come see this band. Like, they're insane." So we go, and there's like no one there, and it's like this little shithole club, mm-hmm. and. This band comes on and we're just like, holy shit. (laughs) So they were Jane's Addiction. And it was like, there was no one, you know, there was like, they weren't signed. They barely had management. Were they
0: giving it like 150%? Was it like the place was packed? No, there was no one there. No, no, no. What I'm saying is were they playing like the place was packed? Yeah. Like Perry Farrell was just on, dressed up, in character. Totally. He had these
2: long ass dreads. And and so Uh, it was was fucking fucking amazing. And so- you know it became like our pursuit to like go see them wherever and oh. incidentally they became the house band at Scream and so they were like play every weekend at Scream but the only problem with Scream was it mm. was 21 and over mm-hmm. and i had a fake id for a while till they actually confiscated it at Scream those motherfuckers mm. they caught you they did they did but they we figured really... out a way to sneak in to the back to Scream to the back how would you do oh, it oh it was crazy what would you do you had to you had to scale basically you you had to <laughs> this was not I mean I can't again <laughs> how this the is I away. Alive? You had to go over this this railing and then you had to go across a pipe that like spanned um, there was like a twelve foot drop in this building that went to the basement. So it was just like open and you had to go across this pipe, then you had to get down into and his windows they were like the metal, kinda like the Area H alternative school, they had that metal on the windows, but you could. They would open those up. I think for ventilation or something like that, and it would go into a, a room that was stored full of um, tables. Right. So like where they had scream. I guess they when the club wasn't going on. Yeah. And by the, the way, this is the room. first time. Yeah, the storage room. Yeah. So they had massive uh, like um, buffet tables in it, all stacked. Mm-hmm. So you go in and you would climb across these tables if you could get that far. <laughs> Ultimately, then they like. They they kind of wise on us, but you would crawl across these tables. By the way, it's pitch dark. Okay, so you're doing this all like pitch dark. I mean, and you're hammered, of course. You know,
0: oh, because yeah, you are pre-gamed, right? Of yeah, course, you're fucking.
2: And out uh, your mind. We, we didn't have any money. Oh. By the way, you couldn't like afford. It was like a ten dollar cover. You know, it was like a thousand dollars back then. This you know? is survival, man. It's so you you'll, you would come across this uh, these tables, and then there would be like a door that like you could barely even like get open, and if you were lucky. Uh. There wasn't a bouncer or right guard there standing the there. So, <laughs> and if you weren't, you were getting your ass beat, which and you I had mean, already. I've be, been a, a proficient at. Whew, these guys were like big though. These guys were big. They were like, huh. like they can't exist in today's day and age and act the way they acted back then. They'd get sued the first night. Yeah, I remember Different being world. thrown down a flight of stairs backwards. Oh, uh wow. Oh, I remember a guy at
0: Peggy Sue's in New York getting thrown down a flight of stairs too.
2: Dude, that's where I have this scar, by the way, from Where's Peggy Sue's.
0: Yeah, in Manhattan. Yeah, Matt Dillon's place. Yeah, yeah. that's where I have the scar. That
2: place was great. Oh, I love that place. How funny! That that was a fun place. Yeah, it was. we probably ran into each other.
0: Yeah, yeah probably without knowing.
2: You didn't and, do it, did you? Maybe. Holy shit!
0: So, no, not me. I'm am a, a pass right. Um, I'm not. You would have killed me. So, all right, let's get. To the place, because I want to know. Who oh, the fuck turns you into okay. modeling? Tell me. Okay. I, I want to so, know. So, Maureen- Yeah. The musician who knows Beck's
2: bassist. Was is, friends with a guy who- God, the way this comes all plays around is amazing. So, this guy was friends with um, a guy that cut hair. What do you call that person? Barber or a hairstylist? Hairstylist. Okay. On Ventura Boulevard at Laurel Canyon. Hmm. Right right around between Laurel and um, Colfax, let's say. On Ventura There's a place called Barron's You should look this up mm-hmm. Uh So Barron um, was this f- very funny flamboyant guy Had like long blonde hair down to here And he was I think Sheena Easton's hairstylist or something He was like really mm. big back really? then He was like a big deal you know mm-hmm. Did he die of a drug overdose? Uh No they Still all alive? died of AIDS a- Oh fuck. Yeah so it was like you know really prevalent and um so anyway so I, so I, he was like hey you, you want a haircut like this guy God, I forget his name oh I man, it was But he just asked you if you want a haircut cause you, He's like hey I go get, he cuts my hair for free like I think he did electrical work for him or something because his dad was an electrician too mm-hmm. and, and he so saw he like you and he's like I am going to cut your hair so I go into <laughs> Barron's I get it. okay there and you go I think I'm this think is the I'm, guy. I'm I'm 16 or there 17 he is. He and, your hair. Uh, and then so suddenly, like, the guy's like, hey, um, do you want to, like, do an ad for us? Like, we're just going to do a photo shoot and then um, do a photo shoot and then uh, whatever. So I'm like, yeah, it sounds amazing. Like, I'm so- And he like, pays you? And, um, no, I think he was, like, giving me free haircuts or something like that. Because at this point in time, it had been discovered that- my mom had the duckmobile and this crazy art house and, and I'd been trying to like keep that under wraps, but then it all like Why were you trying to keep it under wraps? Because I was embarrassed by it. It was like oh. at it school, cool. like I stu- it wasn't cool, you know, it wasn't cool and um and none of the kids at school thought it was cool or anything like that. So I still wanted to like be cool at school and of not course. like like I'd spent my whole life just being we shit do. on. Do you know what I mean? I do. Yeah. And um so so you're trying not to get caught out with that. Well, so that, cut it to happened and, and I was excited. out and and kids were like making fun of me. And, and again, like, you know, I didn't have a lot of money or my parents weren't buying me. Out? Sorry to interrupt. Are you saying when the ad came out, they
0: were making fun of you? No. Okay. That's so
2: what I knew when, when the ad, if the ad came out, mm-hmm. I would be like big shit, you know? Right. It or at least like, that your... was, yeah, I would like, I would, I would have a purpose or I would, I would, I would, I would have something else that no one else had.
0: No deodorant like success.
2: I would be like, I would be validated. Yeah, exactly. I mean, right? you're you're and, a kid,
0: and now you're in print. So yeah, then, it's
2: pretty simple. And the and the bigger picture is like maybe I start like thinking like maybe I actually make some money at this. I've heard you can make a lot of money doing this. So, so I go and I and I go and I do this photo shoot and um and uh, there's a a woman who also. Works at the salon. Her name was Marlena.
0: Mm-hmm. She was hot. Mm. Yeah, you had a smile, a certain smile when you said her name. Oh, uh,
2: she was, and she had a uh, she had a Honda Prelude. I remember that five speed. The things we remember. Yeah, so funny, right? People in our lives. Red again, kind of like that Toyota Tercel. Tercel, yeah. <laughs> so, so <laughs> I go into this shoot, and she's the one who's like doing my hair, I think, or something like that. And older, you know, she your mic, was probably. Your foam is red too. Yeah. You're having to look at that now. <laughs> uh, so she, so, uh, I end up dating her mm-hmm. doing the shoot, dating her. The ad comes out in LA weekly. They're running it all the time. And another person who worked at the salon, this guy Grady, um, was like, I want to be a manager. I don't want to cut hair forever. He was the coolest guy. Hmm. And, uh, one of those people on my life's path that I credit for helping me so much. and um, There's
0: the guy. It's Barron and Grady. You know, it's well, Barron, Marlena, and Grady are the
2: three. It's like a trio at that hair salon. I mean, it was really Grady, right? So Grady, oh, man, it was so funny, too. So he says, I want to be a manager and I want to manage you, you know? Like, you could be an actor and all this stuff. And and um, so he starts, like, investing in my career, like, paying but, for me to... to you know go meet with uh, an acting coach and and to go like get more pictures taken and He's paying would, like, for the acting drive coach. me around to to like auditions and all this stuff and then I get to a point where um, I got a license right because I'm like 17 at this point and um, I had given my mom like one of the the big job I got this bugle boy job. And uh, it was a big, like- That was a big company. That was a huge brand back then. Yeah. The yeah. It's not point. a small job. So so that was one of the big, and it was like a week, but hold on. It wasn't the print job. Oh. It was like working at the convention center, but like it was still like stuff. 200 bucks a day. Like just going, you it's didn't have to money. hand out anything. You were just like there, and you got to wear all these cool clothes, and then like you got to keep the clothes, and it was like fucking acid wash. Oh, yeah. Okay? Yeah, expensive. Yeah. And acid wash had just come deal. out, and I was like- Again. I want all of it. All okay. of the acid wash. I want all the acid wash you can make. <laughs> so I'm in. Okay, well, here was the other thing. Again, I didn't have money to buy this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So if I could somehow get it, and now so so now I'm in this magazine and now I've got some clothes. And now I've got this manager who's loaning me his uh Honda. Oh man, it was brutal this car. It was like a little station wagon. But it was awesome. It right. had a stereo, front wheel drive. Gotcha was a
1: places. stick. That's all you need. That and some uh, bugle boy jeans, yeah. Oh, right, and
2: now you got two hundred bucks cash in your pocket. And so, but he was actually like, he would help me good. so much, and it was so funny. Like, you know, he he knew. And my when I was in high school, like my mom, like, and it was never anything funny, right? She was, it was just, he was really a father figure. He was great. He was like, he was funny, and um, he had, you know, he lived with this guy Clark. Who's like his boyfriend? I mean, obviously, you know, they were boyfriends. Yeah, boyfriend it's nice and, to hear that. And, it's not a
0: me too moment. It's just human beings being nice to oh other human my beings God. and like, hey, we could all do this. And that's
2: a nice thing. And the funny it's really thing nice. was, and my mom would always, you know, especially like when she would get like hammered, she'd be like, is he fucking touching you? And I mean, I guess like any parent would. That's yeah, a realistic concern. But, you know, never. Like there was never anything weird. He only was like helping me in so many ways. So he. I got all these pictures and then I got an agent and then I started working in LA and uh so this was And you're booking a national commercial
0: yet or had you? you I
2: know? had booked I had I had booked a commercial, I booked as like Levi's commercial and there none of nothing was but, national yet. But they were money. like pretty good. But it's big money. Oh no, it's not national. It wasn't national. But it's still big oh, money. But but the funny thing was mm-hmm. was that like I had you know, my first check from that bugle boy job, like I had gotten less like you know, it was like five hundred bucks, and I gave it. She's like, "Okay, well, Steve's gonna buy you a car. Then he's gonna buy you this Plymouth Valiant, this like station wagon, which was like the same car that she had." And I was like, "Fuck me, you know." And so, I get this white Plymouth Valiant station wagon? And you know, the minute I get it, like I'm like with my friends, and fucking muffler falls off, and this is like a whole oh. thing. And then like he just took my money, and I was just like. Give God, me some piece so of shit car. Yeah, give me some piece of shit car. My mom was acting like I was like, he was doing me this big fucking favor. And I was good. she's like, you know how much it would be to work on, on this car? And I'm like,
0: Well, um, do you know how
2: uh, a hundred bucks? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like By the way, he's 150? as good a mechanic <laughs> as he was a manager of your property. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How's that doing by the way, see, way, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So and my mom was like heavily drinking at this time still. And so I just I saw this as like an an amazing opportunity. So anyway, they, it, I think it was with like L.A. Models or something like that. So this agent from New York came and was like, if you come to New York, you're going to be a huge star, so you should do it. And I was like, So yeah, yeah. you should do it. I should. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. So between my junior and senior year, I went to New York for the summer. They paid, the agency paid for, not only did they give me a place to live on Amsterdam. Um, so it was a
0: model apartment?
2: Model apartment. So you and a bunch of dudes? It was me and one dude. That's it? But uh, this is a classic. Mm. Grady had this guy Angel uh, come in from Hawaii. Mm. So he showed up and I got Grady's expanding the management company. He's expanding the management company, right? He's finding Hawaiian boys <laughs> online. So I, flying so them i into New York. I I come to the doorstep and there's a this guy was fucking classic. I I wish I could find him. I would fucking love to see him now. <laughs> Angel was his name, but his real name was Philip Anthony Broadhurst III. He's sitting on a giant green army—not even a duffel bag, like a—I don't know. There's got to be an army name for this kind of sack. It's got like one strap. Rucksack. I guess—is it a rucksack? Yep. That's it. Okay. He's sitting on that on the stoop, and he's like, "Hey, he guys really do it." He's like, "Hey," and he had long hair. He's like, "Hey, uh, Grady <laughs> sent me." I was like, "Sent you to what?" He's like. <laughs> I'm going to be crashing with you. But he was like from Hawaii, so he's like, bruh. Bruh. going
0: to yeah. be crashing with you, bruh. Um, oh,
2: that's so, nice. But by the way, he wasn't with, <laughs> Zola, didn't tell he wasn't you, with this way. agency. Yeah, I get it. I get and, it. And, that was uh, facetious for And, and Dan, nice. the man who was my roommate, who was 28 at the time, who we called OMD. His name is old Dan. Man Dan, yes. <laughs> <laughs> old Man Dan. Well,
0: I was thinking twenty-eight, man. That's like a relic. Yes, in dude. the fucking modeling world. Yes. Are you kidding me? I mean, twenty-eight. O M D is Old O-M-D Man Dan. D- it's Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark, aka O
2: M D. Old, old Man, man Dan. Dan. So uh, I don't know why fucking. Old, so we lived in a studio apartment on like eighty fourth in Amsterdam. Oh, that place. Did it was like a good. four floor walk up, oh. and it had like a. It had like a. Um, and by the way, they're charging you for this, unbeknownst oh, to you. Oh, yeah, they're, they're charging totally you a,
0: ten thousand dollars a day for the model apartment. <laughs> and isn't... then the clothes and the taxis, they all char- you're like, I made eighty thousand dollars. like no, you owe us a hundred and twenty.
2: exactly. yeah, exactly. Mm. But we had a great time, and it's worth every penny. you know, they hung they so they also were advancing me money. So sure. they gave me an apartment. was it an interest rate? No. No, well, that's nice. But they were definitely like trying to rip you off. Like those all those Shuck. agencies were yeah, exactly. I mean, that's a whole world. But Angel stays in the apartment and Dan's cool with it. I mean, Dan would go back and forth. he was from San Diego of all places. And um Wait, where, where He came back with like a he came floor? back with like a pound of weed or something one time. That was like amazing. Now yeah, there was like three beds and then like like a guy brought a girl home. There was like a there was a terrace, and you would push the bed out on the terrace, and then you would like stay out there, like on the terrace. Yeah,
0: well, like Which, the half terrace though, because the the whole bed didn't fit out there, right?
2: It did. No, oh. it was a pretty good terrace. But the funny thing about the terrace was that it wow. was like a it backed up to the other buildings, so you'd be out there on the bed, but like anyone could look out their you window. You think you got privacy, but no, it's oh, just a show. Just no matter hilarious. what you're doing, Angel, get this. Like I never even fucking heard this story before. So, so I'm getting some money from the agency. At a certain point in time, they cut me off. So I'm not working. They're sick of paying. They want to kick me out of the apartment. Um, Dan's not working either, and he's like fucking miserable blood. about it. Um, we're basically we're <laughs> subsiding on mayonnaise sandwiches. I'm not even kidding. By the way, I could still taste it. Like, you toast the bread and you put mayonnaise on it. And I was a mustard we sandwich guy, up. so I get it. And so, you know, there's there comes a point in time where, like, I'm at least getting a little bit of money or, like, you know, Grady would send me some money once the agency, you know, stopped or whatever. Like, I would get Western Unioned 40 bucks. Would you have a code word to pick it up? Remember, I can not believe I remember that. Yeah. But
0: I, I always had to use the code word because somehow I would always lose
2: my ID. Okay.
0: All right. So... So, so Angel, you're not
2: even 18 at this point. I'm like, you need to get some money, or you, dude, if you're, you know, like, but we used to skateboard all over New York City. we fucking hold on to the back of taxi cabs, and dude, we would just go skating like all night. Like, we were, I mean, it was insane. Right. But, zero uh, parental so Angel's supervision like, from the goes, womb till today, he's like, you've seen these card sharks? You know which money they make? And he's fucking, I know the whole racket. I'm watching these card sharks. Three card monta you're talking about. Yeah. Uh huh. He's like, I'm going to beat one up, and I'm going to take his money. I'm like, no, you're not. That's not where I thought that story was going. No, not at all. <laughs> I no. thought it was like, I figured out how to do it, and we're going to go
0: hustle? Sure. Yeah. No, I'm going to fucking kill one and yeah. take their money.
2: And I'm like, no, you're not. He's like, I yeah, am. I'm, I'm going to do it. And so he would come home every day, and I'm like, did you do it? Did you fucking beat up the card Are shark guy? And he's like, it. no, bro, but I'm going to. I'm going to do it, bro. And I'm like, all right. This fuck is Can healthy. you make it sooner or later? So he would come home and he would tell me all about it, you know. What, what he was going to do? What he was going to do. Uh-huh. But he never did it. He did do it. He fucking did do it. He came home one day and he just fucking threw a giant wad of cash in the air. And I was just like, what the fuck? And he told me the whole story about how he watched the main guy and then followed the main guy. Because he's like, there, you know, there's the spotter. That's the guy who does it. Then there's another spotter because they're working both sides of the of the block, you know. And he followed the main guy. And then he came up behind the main guy and he ripped his chain off. And then the guy fucking started chasing him and he ran around a corner and he punched him in the face, spun around, reaching his his pocket, knew exactly where he kept the money and he took the money. It was crazy. See, it just shows you
0: <laughs> preparation. Yeah. Preparation. So, but not only really did that, success. he went into
2: Nana's. Do you remember Nana's? So Nana's was like, they had like creeper boots and all this shit. They were like. I feel like I don't. They were like high. It was like a high end, super trendy shoe store. Okay. And he went in there one time and he, <laughs> he came home with like three, four pair of shoes that were like 200 bucks each. He stole a case of raviolis. We also, when we- Oh, so well, he's stealing all the shit. He's stealing everything. Right, he's right. stealing everything.
1: His name's not Philip Anthony Brown. Like, the, th- like canned raviolis? Yeah. <laughs> like,
2: yeah,
0: like
1: yeah, yeah. Of, like, yeah. No, up- Chef
2: Boyardee yeah. raviolis. But you had a
0: can opener, right? Yeah. All right. I was just wondering. Yeah. Um. You know, because that would suck. <laughs> Um, To not have it. All right. So listen, you're in New York now and you're not making money, but you're paying for an amazing year of your life because you don't go back to school, right? You stay there. I start to work towards
2: the end of summer. Yeah. Oh, you start to work. I start to work. Like I get Macy's as a client and they start booking me a lot. And then like I do like a Macy's commercial. Yeah, that's money. And I started like making money. And now, meanwhile, I've got 6 million to pay off with the agency. Right. But (laughs) I'm starting to make money. Right. You start and, to see there's and, uh, a maybe a, a, a way to do this. Yeah, and angels, Robin, so That's, shit's pumping. You got a two-income you know I mean? household. Yeah, exactly. We we're dual-income now, and Dan's going back and and forth from New York uh, to New York to L.A. and he's coming <laughs> back with weed, and and we would, you know, on the outside of the the brownstone in the back where we would put the bed, there's like all these wires and shit coming down, and we would we would lower down uh, joints to our neighbor. Like she lived down there, and we were, like whatever wire we would just like tie a joint and like lower it down, like, almost
1: like fishing joint? pole. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Because
2: like, yeah, it was great. Because like in the lean times, she was there for us, and um, that's
0: nice.
2: Yeah, it was cool. But uh, so atmosphere. I start working, so right. I'm like, fuck, I'm I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go back to school now. Right. Finally, I've—I I've working so hard at this, like really, like blood, sweat, and tears. Going on go sees all day, having to—I got no money for the subway, so I got to jump the subway every day. It's a risk, you know what I'm saying? Or I'm walking like a thousand blocks, literally. Which you're used to. I mean, you, yeah, your whole but, life has you been a training ground. But you, for this. But you can't get around. Fast enough, you know, to make it to all your appointments, like, and, That's and true. you're all sweaty and this. So you like, you got to jump the subway, and, and the cops are like, they don't like that shit. So you're, nope. you're running from cops, transit just cops. Like, what is it? Yeah, well, with real cops too, you know. Yes. And um, they didn't so care as much. I finally start working, and, and you're not going to leave. I'm not going to leave. Why right. am I going to leave now? Just be silly. So There's another guy, who moves in down the hall. During all this time, and he had just graduated from. Brown, some Ivy League College. Yeah. Chris Charles was the name. Good name. And man. and uh good guy too. Great guy. Still friends with him too. He's so a Chris model Charles. Too? Yeah. Oh, okay. So and he's like, Well, why don't you just have him send you your work? And I was like, Uh yeah, why don't I? So I I talked to my mom and I'm like, Can I do like a, a correspondence thing? She's like, I don't know, let me check. So at this point, like I had gotten into like the advanced placement classes yeah. and was like you know, it's like in spite of like my best efforts to to ruin everything, I was a good student.
0: Someone along the way realized that you were smart.
2: Yes. Yeah. Right.
0: So I uh I you're uh You're in all these A P classes that you're accepted in, so it shouldn't be that hard to get the exact program. It's like all right, no problem. So he
2: can learn from New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're like, All right, let's try it out and see how it goes. So, cut two. I get this package with a bunch of books and a bunch of assignments, but like all my like core self-serve? classes. Total self serve. Total self serve. Like it was, dude, it would not be good for me. This, <laughs> by the way, was it good for me? Well, I don't, I don't, I don't know. How, did by you the way. do it?
0: Yes. Well, then it was good for you. But I don't know I how would not I did it. I
2: mean, uh, were were not for Chris Charles helping me. I couldn't have done it. What do
0: you mean? Your dad gave you all these tools when you moved up to Nevada, dude. He gave you that These discipline crazy where you times. battled head. Well
2: well yeah, and, you I, and I And I wanted to do it. I did have enough pride to know that I wanted to get it done and 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 do it right. So I stayed there for probably three or four months doing that. 17 working. to eighteen? Yeah. And then I was like You spend
0: your eighteenth birthday in February in New York or did you go back to LA? Can't remember. Okay.
2: I want to say New York.
0: I can't remember where the fuck I spent my 18th birthday, but I just thought maybe you had a better memory than uh, me. What did I do?
2: No, it's not important.
0: <laughs> All right. But you say fuck it, now, but you finished school early. Now you're six months early. No. I don't not understand. Early. You mean you leave I, and you're not done?
2: I leave New York and I go back and I basically pop right back into class as though nothing had happened. Oh, so everything you did just, you didn't have to miss a beat. Right. So now I've got like, Whatever, three, three, four months left of school. Did you have any money? Uh, I think not really. Hmm. I didn't necessarily have money, but now I had opportunity, right? So I had been in New York. I had clients. There wasn't really that big of a a modeling workplace. Like, it's much bigger now, actually. Hmm. In fact, it's, like, pretty big. Uh, In L.A.? In L.A. Right. But New York was the hub. New York was the hub. So... But now I've got this, like, cachet, I've got this book, I've got these clients that go, like, I've got, I've got a future in this now. So I right. go back, and um, and there's also, like, while I was in New York, I'm meeting with agents from all over the world, mm-hmm. right? So I'm in New York, I'm meeting agents from Milan, from Paris, from Australia, from Japan, like, you know, they're giving out these contracts to go to Japan that are, like, 10, 20 grand a month. You're just like, fuck, you know, like what? You know? <laughs> Too so, good to be true. Yeah. Uh, no, it was like- It was really a thing. It was a real thing. So you so, took it or no? No, so I go back to LA. Huh. It's fucking all I, this
0: opportunity popping up and seemingly- well, I to want to
2: finish school. Well,
0: well, that's interesting to me because most kids wouldn't. I not really. So- but so, especially going through
1: the life and yeah. the, the the troubles that you've had with school to that point right, right. right. now
0: this acceptance and modeling you're starting to see it you know it's like okay, but also I still had the manager back in
2: L.A. so let's not all forget right. that Grady and at Grady. this point Grady has taken on your starter manager has taken on more clients mm. are they working more than Angel more than Angel yeah. all girls Ooh. really ah hmm. so again didn't see that coming right yeah so so. Um, so I uh You come back, you're here. You are back you're in and, school. And, 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 and there, and there, there was there was one that um why can't I remember her goddamn name now? Gosh, I fell you in love with of, this girl Oh fell I see, it was one of his clients. One of his, one clients. Of his uh, yeah clients, right? So, That's what it so is. So yeah. Um so it was great. Okay. So I come back, I'm in school, I'm dating this girl. You're She's working, just like everything's good. Um She's older again, as it were. So it's just a the theme, and um, then one day she just like breaks up with me. Whatever, fuck! I'm devastated. It's like my first like real heartbreak. And no, it wasn't actually. This one girl told me that her friend called me and told me that she died to and, break up with you. Yeah, but she really wasn't dead. Ooh, that was dark. That, that was. Is I was. Dark. And I, by the way, I was still living in Santa Rosa at the time, and it's like a small I'd come place. Down, I'd it's come like, how down are you to LA hide. <laughs> For the summers, and I met this girl at Plastic Passion. By the way, oh, she was an LA girl that you met, and yeah. she's like,
0: "Oh no, I, no, she died." And then I'm
2: like, "I'm up north," and her friends like, "Oh, she died," and I was like, "Oh my god!" I remember my dad coming to my room consoling wow. me about this girl who died. Find out she wasn't even fucking dead. Anyway, moving on. Oh, I my just gotten the wrong number
0: a few times, but
2: yeah, Tony, totally. I mean, dead, yeah, dead. Fuck. So. So I had a teacher at Eagle Rock High School. Uh-huh. She was my English teacher. And um, she was one of the, another one of those people like Grady. So Grady was more on like the business front and emotional front. Like he knew what a disaster my mom was at the time. And, mm-hmm. you know, he loved my mom. And they would talk too. And it was really funny. But, you know, he was a total like parent more so than... And times than she, it was just right. funny, you know. But she was. But these are the
0: people that had to step up, yeah. and, and made sure you didn't go down the wrong, you know, easily down the wrong road.
2: Right, and so, um, and so this she stepped in. This teacher did, and she was like, "Well, so what colleges are you applying?" And I was like, "I." Can't afford to like apply to colleges, and I just I'm not you know, I remember that not really being money. And I'm gonna go, she's like, You need to apply to some colleges, why don't you just at least apply to like the UC schools? By the way, I, there's a thing I can do in the office that you don't have to pay for any of the um application fees because they were pretty expensive even then. Yeah, I want to yeah. say they were like maybe a hundred dollars or something. Yeah. So they waived all those fees, and I applied. And when you know it, I got into every fucking school I applied to. UCLA, UC Berkeley, UC San Diego, like everyone. And I, I said, "All right." Um, she said, "Let's." She, one of her friends had, whose name was also Angel, actually, um, I don't know had I don't gone know. to Berkeley. Oh, so she was like, "Great Let's school. go see it. So I went up there. saw the campus. And was like, without not your mom. Her, no, your, no, your English teacher, teacher's friend. Uh, her and her friend. Right. We went together. To, to go
0: look at the school.
2: Yeah. And they paid for your flight? No, we drove. We they, drove. To the eight-hour drive. Yeah.
0: <laughs> together with your teacher. Uh-huh. Like, today, if that happened, I mean, it's like, jail, yeah, it was, jail. It was, Oh, total. Jail. I mean, it was a total jail. Yeah, but this is...
2: It was a total jail. I mean,
0: meanwhile, it's a person being really amazing and, and helping you get your life on track. Yeah. Like, And she wow. may have
2: also had a massive crush on me, too. So uh, there's that. I think that... I was asking... Anyway... Is uh, there a Laterno thing going on here, but... Okay. Long story short, uh... I get in, I decide that, it so what I wanted to do was, like, I was, like, I had all this opportunity now to go abroad and go model, and so I wanted to defer, and so Berkeley wouldn't let me defer. They're like, you go now, or that's it. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to go UCLA then. So I registered UCLA and said, I'm just going to get housing, and then I'm going to see what happens, and, like, whatever. I think that's part of the reason why I still have recurring nightmares to this day, that I've... Registered for classes in college and then never, and forgotten that I have these classes and then I'm like, oh my God, I'm failing out of these classes because I actually registered for classes huh. and then I never went because I got a job in Africa, a direct booking, $15,000 job from an agent, un, un, sight unseen, Luigi, why not, for a very WOMO campaign to go to Africa.
0: Very WOMO. That's a, that was a big brand.
2: Yeah, you know this shit?
0: Yeah, I know very Womo
2: very well. This guy. Very, very, this, very that's why he's that's, that's so, why he's the best. So <laughs> I, I booked Thank this campaign fifteen thousand dollars. Now mind oh, you, yeah. the agency takes half. So it's yeah, seventy five hundred dollars.
0: They had fifteen hundred dollars suits. Very Womo. I mean they were not fucking around.
2: It's in home. Africa, so I'm like, I'm but, not Is your sister to still
0: there in the Peace Corps?
2: Uh so get this. And so so, so I so, as soon as you landed So I booked this job yeah. and I picture myself the first thing I did mm-hmm. I pictured my like if I had like this make this movie. The thing I have to do is a a shot of whoever's playing me on a giant elephant with its ears flapping in some fucking African nation because that's what I pictured in like a suit. <laughs> okay? You're <guy> getting
0: paraded <laughs> right. down like we're on our way to the yeah, photo just like shoot. like something. No, like Via that's elephant. the shoot. That's the shoot. Like oh, I'm on the. They've elephant. They've rented and elephants and, and they've, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. they've got like the whole thing.
2: They well, don't have to rent them in Africa. Probably they're just there. It was in Tunisia. We had just killed Gaddafi's son. Mm. Uh, Tunisia was very pro qaddafi and I was the only American. Mind you, I'm still. By the way, scary. I don't know if I was 18 at this point in time.
1: I'm mm. the only
2: American there. Was like an Italian crew, and there was an English guy, and um, and I was young, and and just uh, like whatever. We were in this village, like Indiana Jones, you know, the scene where, like, the guy's, like, wielding the knife, and then he shoots him. Yeah. It was like that. (laughs) And I got surrounded by an angry mob of people that wanted to kill me. And I am not kidding. Like, they were banging on pots and pans and going, American, we shoot you, we shoot you, we kill. I mean, this was going down.
0: People really like wanting to jump you. Like, wherever you go, it's yeah. like there's some yeah. gang that wants yeah. to jump you. So
1: There's some people waiting outside just to get, yeah. like, get I'm in. you <laughs> yeah. right. I'm going to kill you!
2: Right, You got um. out of it,
0: though. That's fucking traumatic, though. That's not, you know, well, that's like, get are we going to die?
2: So I get, it's, some guy comes up and he grabs me and he goes, come, come with me. I've, don't worry, I'll take you, I'll save you. And I was like, ah... And this kind of like portly guy and he takes me through this crazy village. Where we're like running through a thing and people are like, where is where, you know, they're like kind of trailing behind us, but like not sure if they're going to follow, but then people are following and you know, maybe they regroup and I'm having flashbacks to like, you know, the safe house Jesus. with Kaylin and like, D- how am I going to, am I? And he takes me to a carpet shop, right? Where there's like killums, right? All these just stack carpets and hides me under a stack of carpets. But that is the goodness of human beings, which I really so love. I'd but that choice you have to make lot in that back moment, then, like like I was, oh yeah, in oh, was the insane. riot,
0: in the middle of this riot. Like you know, I, as a video game person, I keep seeing like the thing on the screen, like, do you trust the man and go with him? Press X. Mm-hmm, right. You know, like it's like, right. do you say like, oh, fuck yeah. you? I ain't going anywhere with you, dude. Oh,
2: it was insane. I mean, I can still see the angry mob of people surrounding me, and like you're like, I'm out. I don't know where I'm going, but okay, this guy, you know. And they finished uh, the shoot, though, right? Do you get paid? No, so get this. Yeah, I had a
0: feeling this was happening.
2: So, um. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, uh, so I, so I hide in this carpet store for, for you know, what seems like an eternity. And then, like, I get a cab back to the hotel. They they leave, by the way. The shoot? The the, the fucking client leaves. Not even looking for you. They're like, oh, yeah, I'm, we're gone. Yeah. Fuck this. Can't we ain't stay. fucking. We're yeah, gonna it's getting not getting killed The men yeah.
0: left behind. They're like, we're out. It's fashion. So, uh. <laughs> we're fucking <laughs> splitting.
2: <laughs> Oh, but here was a crazy thing. So uh, I don't know if you ever read any Paul Bowles. No, I'm not going to faint knowledge. So Paul Bowles um, basically like writes kind of like Midnight Express mm-hmm. stories, and one of the stories was basically about this guy that I remember because I was reading it I remember asking Tunisia. like, "Oh, what books should I bring?" You know, on this trip and whatever. And one of them was, "Oh, you gotta get Paul Bowles." Like it's like this is incredible. So <laughs> this guy gets basically he has this American. He gets captured and then sold into slavery and drugged and in Tunisia, uh, in Africa. Yeah, great, uh, and, fantastic. And and um, I think he's in Morocco mm. actually. And. um, and he has like, he gets like tin cans tied, strings of cans tied to his feet so he can't escape because it's always like clanking around, you know, and all this stuff. So, so I mean, I'm Great. like, oh my God, this is going to happen This is to happening me. right now. And, but the uh, guy saved your life, basically. The guy saves my life. I go to the hotel. You don't get paid. Um,
0: Which again, I'm not going to be able to get past, but you don't get paid, <laughs> right? Did they pay you the
2: 15 grand? So, no. So I go back to Fucking the hotel. Fashion. They're like, they're like, fucking they're like well this kid's a liability then but to make matters worse once I go you're back the to the you're the liability time, I'm the liability because I'm the American they're not, they're fine they're like Italians you know like they see me as like oh my god we hired this fucking kid out of you yeah. know Los Angeles right and um so I'm the liability and um but here's the thing in high school I'd studied French for like three and a half years right came in handy so I thought it was they speak for, you know broken French there but at the hotel back in the like sanctuary of this right. like resort hotel they had jet skis so i told the guys in my broken french like just put the jet ski on my room so i go you know like the next day i was like i'm fucking going jet skiing you know, because we got these lunches and
0: i knew there was a reason i mentioned danny mcbride I had a <laughs> feeling someone was going to talk about a jet ski <laughs> please continue
2: so anyway put it on i, my I room. parked the jet ski and i fucking i i Tell them, like, "Oh, put her on my room or whatever, like but what they thought was like, I'm coming right back with the money, <laughs> and then they come and find me, so now I haven't paid for the jet ski that I said I was going to pay for, and I'm a liability, and they're like they don't really like his look anyway that much, whatever, so when I get back mm. to Italy, first of all, this is crazy, this mm. is uh, the craziest part almost outside of dying almost theres yet to come. <laughs> this, I told you there was a kid from England, right, this kid Tommy and Tom was a fucking big model, if I knew his last name. Like, he had, like, when we got back, actually, I don't even think, still in Africa, there were, like, giant billboards of him doing the boss campaign and all this stuff. He's that guy. He's that guy. You know, he'd been around, and, you know, but not that long, just long enough that he was a fucking superstar, and I was working with him, and he was, like, he took a liking to me, he was cool, so, and he knew that I was, like, going through some shit on this trip you know Mm -hmm. i almost died for god's sake and the client hated me he's like don't worry like they're assholes they're gonna be okay so we get back to milan he's like so where are you staying and i was like i don't know some pension or whatever he's like listen i'm gonna i'm gonna pay for the cab my this place i'm staying the Darsena i don't remember uh is like closer and you just take the cab it's gonna take you where you need to go whatever so the funny thing was, was when we got through, when we got to the airport in Milan, my, my shitty ass suitcase that Grady had given me, mind you, had already, the zipper had already broken. And it was only a cloth suitcase anyway. It was the biggest piece of shit. And I knew that I was going from this trip to Milan for at least the summer. And so- You're the luckiest motherfucker. So I was- so, <laughs> Even though this bad
0: shit's happening, it's like it always ends up uh, into something like just kind of fucking cool.
2: So I- so what? my suitcase had or had been taped up, okay. With like duct tape. Yeah, with like shaving shittier, not even duct tape, like shitty like packing tape that they once it blew open. Oh, in they did it right. Tunisia. I, I, I got the picture. When I got to Milan, they needed to open it up again. Okay, okay, and then they were like, "We don't have any tape, sorry." So I'm like. So like they they don't give a fuck. They just cut the thing open, and now I've got this suitcase that's fucking like a clamshell, and it's shit's unusable. falling out of it. And it's, just, it's not even one you can like close and it closes because you close it, and then it's like it's like shit's just falling out of it anyway, and you can't even. This is you know. <laughs> it's So just crazy. anyway, it's in the back of the cab. Tom drops me off. It's pouring rain, and it's like twelve thirty at night. By the way, he was nice enough to wait for me because when I when you travel like that yeah. and you look like an asshole, yeah. they treat you like an asshole, yeah. right? That's so now you get pulled. Oh, you're going over here yeah, and I'm the here. new guy and I'm from United States, you know? Mm-hmm. So he's waved for me. Like, f- he finally waves for me and, um, Drops me off, and it's pouring rain. I still see, like, the windshield wipers. <laughs> and the, 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 the cab driver, like, we get out, find the place, and it's, like, this crazy, like, boulevard, you know? And it's just, like, streetlights. In and Milan. You can barely see, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's probably, like, one in the morning now. And now he's fucking yelling at me to pay him. And I'm like, fuck you. I know this guy already paid you. And by the way, I don't even have, like, any Italian money. Like, I no. right. So I get in this big fight with the guy, and, and the Can't Italian cab drivers feet. are, like, like... They're the worst for, like, ripping you... Like, they were bad, you know? Really? Yeah. Sorry, but it's true. No, I listen. Okay. We're learning stuff. So, he fucking throws my suitcase out in the porn rain on this busy street, and there's, like, cars going by, and it's, like, literally, like, it's so cliche, like, you <laughs> like, getting splashed, <laughs> shit's everywhere, and it's cloth, too, so it's, like, water's just absorbing into this thing anyway. Oh, and on buddy. the wall of the address that I have that's, like, in a planner, which is, like... I. Here's the other thing. The I didn't even tell you this story. <laughs> I got deported from London. I went to London for one day and I got deported. I didn't even fucking tell you. So that was the, the before I was going there, I was like going to go to London.
0: <laughs> the fact that you have a wife and two kids and that you own a home <laughs> and that you're like, when I hear this stuff, it's like, it's incredible yeah. that you made it
2: through so, any of this. So I used to write in these journals a lot. Like I was. I was so into writing and, and so I would and I would cut pages out and I would write love letters and that's like or letters. Like I just love writing letters and that All was right. like my thing, you know. And so getting deported from London, which was the precursor to this, um I had a razor blade in a thing in, in this journal and what? then I had some modeling pictures and so they were like, Oh, you're out. When you by the way, the onus is on you to prove that you're not there to work or do anything bad. Right. It's not, not on, on them. So they sent me packing. The only good, the good news was was I only had a one way ticket, and the guy I'd like after being in, questioned, uh, interrogated for eight hours was like, "By the way, the airline's going to come to you and ask how much you want to donate for your flight back. Say nothing, and they got to pay for it." So I was like, "Thank you." I guess that's the best. No. Good to know. My pack. I know. Yeah. Wait, so Italian cab driver throws my shit on the street in a pouring rain. Fucking peels off. I'm looking at this array of buzzers. And the reason I don't have a lot of information is because I was deported from London for having information with my agency or whatever. So I don't even have my agency's contact, whatever. All I have is whatever, Pensione Giusti on Via Vincenzo Monti, whatever. At this address, that's it, in this planner. That's it. I was looking on the thing, and it's like, Pensione, so some am buzzed nothing pause Eh, whatever nothing 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 fine okay was gonna get the Lord and I'm like what? hi <laughs> I'm so I'm locked out and the thing eh. and <laughs> pouring rain. pouring it's like fucking pouring uh, I'm not getting in I've got my suitcase my suitcase now I mean it's it's just so well, it's getting heavier it's so heavy. I mean, it weighs yeah. I mean, 600 pounds heavier, at this yeah. point. I mean, I'm just like throwing stuff away. Yeah. I could, do my ass do I really washed need jeans are fucking Yeah, they're trapped. gone. Yeah. So I'm like, what am I going to do? You know? And I'm like, I'm like huh. about to cry. You know, like this is, let's put a, yeah. I mean, it's foreign. Like, I've got no money, like I said. Nothing good has happened yet. I do have $1,000 on me in cash. That I do have. Cash is king. So. For whatever reason, I see this building that's like kind of modern. It's got these like glass doors, and I just decide I'm going to try and pry these doors open. And I do, and it works. And they open up, and I go in, and I'm. And by the way. This is not the building that you're supposed to be in. No. Right. This is just a building. And I find a stairwell, uh-huh. and my suitcase. Now I is a fashion it now. It's Mattress. Like, yeah. yeah. So I open it in the stairwell, and I sleep in it. And that weekend, I know if I go to the park, Parco Sempione, it's like where the models hang out, that I'll be able to somehow connect with my agency, and that's what I did, and so on and so forth. So, Whew. anyway.
0: I mean, like I say, it's amazing that you're where Alive. you're at. I mean, listen- <laughs> Yeah. Alive. I mean, but aside from that, it shows that there is a direct, you know, path to why you're doing this. You know, it's not again your whole life. It's like even if you talk about you going and sneaking in the club and pulling the door open there and now you're pulling the door open to this place. It's like everything kind of set you up to be where you're at you uh, we're going to jump ahead a little because everyone right. knows you know because really what's great about your career is 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 the loyalty too. I mean you you were on passions until what it was you were on then you were off and then you came back on again until it went off the air. Is that correct? Right. See, I got that right. Yeah. All right. I yeah. mean that's that's loyalty from them from you. Right now you're on days of our lives for how long?
2: Um 10 years now? A decade. Thank oh, Yeah.
0: A decade that you know you
2: I mean it's really been like it's really been image. like two two jobs, hmm. sort of nonstop back to back for the most part. I mean, just the- we do this
0: series, right? Venice. What, what is that series? It's online, right? Yeah. Is it? I haven't seen it. So, is it still online? Are you? I don't know. Oh, so you haven't really no part of it. It's over.
2: Uh yeah, it's done. Oh, okay, it's done. Yeah.
0: I just don't know. I'm always interested in how those online series. You don't seem thrilled with it
2: though. Uh. I was in the beginning, it was fun, mm-hmm. and then it was like less fun as time went on, but whatever, that happens. Okay.
0: You know, but days really takes up most of your adult life. I mean, yeah. really, from A Passions to days. It's interesting. You, you end up in this time on Passions, and you're playing the one half of you, which is the Spanish half of you. Mm-hmm. You know, Basque. Basque? Do we say it's Basque in Nevada?
2: You actually so the anglicized is Basque but it's actually like you would say like from the pay Basque so it's like Basque.
0: So it is Basque. Yeah, you're doing great. So I was right in the beginning when I said
1: Basque.
2: Yeah, Nevada was just the wrong one.
1: Yeah, well now. Yeah. No one's arguing.
0: So, <laughs> you're paying, you play that one half and you get to tap into that side of your culture and then completely different half when you come on to Days.
2: No, same. Brave. Is it the same? Raphael. Raphael. Well, see, there you go. It was my grandfather's name, actually. So that was pretty Is it a cool. coincidence?
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, they didn't have a conversation with you about it before they created the character. They I mean, didn't know. Yeah, I don't know. No. But maybe they did. I mean, how did you end up? Was it an offer? Uh, from days after Passions? Or was there that oh fuck moment?
2: Uh, there was definitely like a little bit of an oh fuck moment, but um, well. Here was the reason for the oh fuck moment, and Mm -hmm. it goes to that house that I was building in Santa Monica, and the fact that my contractors embezzled half a million dollars, my wife was pregnant, a guy fell off the roof, almost died, and was suing me. I didn't have insurance at that point, because I'd fired my contractors, because they stole half a million dollars from me. Uh, The city of Santa Monica was a nightmare, like all this stuff, and then I lost my job. The show was canceled. So, Oh, that's good timing. So I couldn't couldn't pay to finish building the house, because I didn't have any money. So you're living in this half-built house? No, I couldn't live in it because I didn't have a certific- certificate of occupancy. So I'm paying two mortgages. Um, oh, my God. It was crazy.
0: How'd you get out of that?
2: Uh, I put like, a bunch you're- of money on credit cards. I borrowed money from my family. I. So what, to get the
0: the permits that you needed to get it to the place where you could sell it?
2: Yeah. No, I didn't sell it. What we still you? have
1: it. Well, the trick is just light it on fire, kind of like the ants.
0: Yeah.
2: I thought... See, it wasn't insured. He
0: didn't. Oh, right, that's right. It wouldn't have done any good. It wasn't insured. So that is um, fucking scary.
2: Yeah, it was wild.
0: So how do you get through this? So you're doing that? Are you just immediately going out on auditions or offers coming in? Because you're off the show. You're on the show a long time. It's not like you don't have a fan base. You know passions. that that
2: show has become like a very kind of culty show. But during that time, it was like no one, no one wanted to hire you because you were on that show. Like it didn't matter. So um, okay. So scary. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah no, no, I'm hearing. Yeah, that and
0: that's not. A fun way to be sitting after all these years of working for something, and
2: exactly. And now you're like, exactly. okay, the house
0: is fucking killing me. <laughs> I don't have a job, right. and then, does days just come in
2: and save you? Uh, yeah, basically, basically. And again,
0: I don't, I want to rephrase that because it's not like just come in. I mean, you have to have all these years of work. Well, right. So,
2: you. well, well, no, I had to audition for it. They didn't offer me so the it's job. it's not an offer. It was not an offer. Mm-hmm. No. So I had to go in and, and audition for the job, and the funny thing was, was that I went in and and I remember being like, you, "Passions is the lead in four days. It's on the same network. It's like I, the lead of the show. I got to audition. Like you don't know. Like it was weird. Okay. All right. Great. You yeah, go just flares in there. up. You're like, ah, fuck you. Yeah. Like, better I'm, like, than no, this. No, no, I'm gonna do it. So. So I go in, and uh, the minute I go in, there was like a, they took a five or a ten or whatever it was. So all fuck sudden, with you even further. So now all of a sudden it's empty. So like the studios, like all these people, and all of a sudden everyone's. I'm like, wait, what just happened? Like everyone's gone. <laughs> I'm sitting there, and I'm like, ooh, I'm getting nervous. I'm getting really <laughs> fucking <laughs> nervous right now because I really need a job. You know, my wife's. This is not like a good. This, there's a lot of yeah. yeah. I just need I need some money right now, you know, to get through this. And then if I can get to the other side, things gonna be good. But otherwise, you know, I've got this. It's just bad. Um, and I look up on the wall, and I see a, a picture of um, Stefano. what was Joe Muscolo, R.I.P. Great guy. Um, but it's just, um, it's it's like. You know, it's it's kind of a funny picture. It struck me as very funny. It's this like very sort of like Rembrandt esque romanticized oil painting of a guy. You might as well like have a cat in his lap or something. You know,
1: was it? Like, Damn it! In back ca- to the cats in character. Was, was you it said? like in character? Like Stephano, not just the actor. It's like a picture of yeah, Stefano. yeah. He's like hmm.
2: you know, he's a very robust figure, and he's looking down. And So it's it's just like mono mono. You know, and I'm looking at him, looking, <laughs> and I'm just like. Well, if that picture can be up there, then I can be on this fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, I got this, and that was really the thing that just pulled me out of like what was seemingly like a, a pit of despair. Well, just like g- getting really nervous and and you know yeah.
0: cycling like, down, yeah, all yeah, the so way just cycling myself out. You know, complete
2: terror. I was like, oh please, um, so that was, uh, Fuck. yeah.
0: And so they come back in. You go in, and then what is it—a three, four audition process? Like how long is the the process for this?
2: No, that was that was. I came in, and it was really it was great because there was a girl who I ended up having this really fun story with, named Ali Sweeney, who um, we just—it was great. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, the audition was fun, and it was just a test, basically. So. Okay, so that was that, and then you get the call. You I get the offer. Yeah. You remember yeah. where you are when you get the call. I do remember. In where? fact, um, I'm in West Hollywood and uh, I'm, I'm, um, I forget why or where I was, but I do remember um, Gary Tallman, who was the producer at the time, who mm-hmm. had been a director on Passions, was the one that was like, hey, maybe we should bring him over. And work
0: um, begets work. Right. I mean, really.
2: Yeah. And, uh, and so I remember, do. um, the call came in and i had this prius and uh and i'm and i i'm yeah. about to drive away and then i'm like you know what i'm just going to park right here cuz like this you know i got to pay attention to what's what's going on He hey uh hey galen it's gary um so I, uh, congratulations you're now going to be playing the role of rafael sanchez and i was like oh man i was like oh, wow that's <laughs> i mean thank you so much that's like great like <laughs> Sanchez, like like Dirty Sanchez? <laughs> and he goes, what? Well, he's like a very serious guy. You know? he oh, goes, he did what? not find that funny. He goes, well, what's that? And I was like, uh, I'm t- I'm t- no, nothing, nothing. nothing. <laughs> I, I can't. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sweating. I'm like, what are you doing? You're so <laughs> stupid. You're already fucking working You're, your way yeah. out of the job. You're, exactly. <laughs> and he goes, no, 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 what, what's a Dirty Sanchez? Oh. And I go... I have nothing. It's just like uh, I'm just like a derogatory term, maybe that I don't even know. <laughs> he goes, "I'll call you back." Hangs up, uh, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, hey, "You
0: haven't moved the car, obviously." I
2: haven't moved the car. You know, people are like waiting for my. That's spot a scary now. fucking moment, <laughs> by the way. Moment. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. How long did it, that must have seemed like an hour between those two phone calls?
2: Days. I feel like I'm sitting there for days. So what the. F- Fuck! I'm like, Galen. and so now again, the, you know, this conversation that I'm goes having on your spreadsheet. I mean,
0: yeah, I mean that really is. Totally.
2: Like, I'm like, what did you just do? You're such an, you know, but you've been doing oil. this stupid shit your Stop whole life, digging. right? Yeah, yeah. Well, you already what shoot you yourself doing? in the foot. But so I'm like, you know, you reach that point where you're like picking up the phone. Maybe it's maybe they disconnected my service. Maybe it's not on. Maybe the car things, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah, you're like the guy's calling. trying to give you a parking ticket, you know, in West Hollywood, because you know, you haven't moved, and you um, can't sit too long. And we hope. Oh my God! So, uh, phone rings, and I, oh God, he's calling back. At least you know. Okay, it's, it's, it's hey, it was uh, so you now be playing the role of Rafael Hernandez. <laughs> Click. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know what? You did everybody a favor. <laughs>
2: I mean, no, you did because otherwise I, uh, you
0: would have had all these dirty Sanchez jokes for your character for the last decade, and you did not have to deal with them just because you made one inappropriate, well, wildly uh, inappropriate. I mean, which I would have said easily, by the way, I wouldn't even have given it a second thought. I would have right. said it like, "Oh, Sanchez, dirty Sanchez, oh, it's funny." Yeah,
2: you know? I mean, I yeah, I'm a little muscle. Yeah, no, it was not like funny. Aaron. Aaron Hernandez was like, you know, three years later or something. I was like, "Oh, you idiot again." And do you see a
0: difference? Oh. Let me ask you: like from passions to days, like just in in any, you know in level in style in fan base, do you find your fan base coming over? Like, what was the journey for you?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, the, tons of people uh, made the transition from mm-hmm. watching that show to watching the other show, and they're like tremendous fans. They're so loyal. The fans are the m- uh, most amazing. I mean. To to, to it's like stay with someone's career for 20 years and still be like so invested in it and interested in it. And I'm sure they'll be listening to this podcast. Yeah, you you live know, and die by the like, fans. Yeah, it's, 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 it's really you know, neat.
0: this is the people that really are responsible for you making money. I mean, you know, yes, it's these key yeah. people. That come in and right. say, yeah, you can do this. Yeah, we're going to hire you. And then it's the people who watch you, and especially in soaps, man. Soaps and sci-fi. It's like live and die by the fan. Totally. You know, podcast, totally. too. I love my fans. No, but really, it's a fucking real thing. Yeah. And you've had these people supporting you now, what, you said, 20 years? 20 years, yeah. Into- I mean,
2: there were obviously fans that have come that were just days fans and, you know, others that were just... But, I mean, it was funny, like, going to events and people would be like oh my god i watch you on passion like i was like i didn't expect that right that you didn't think they
0: would just follow you
2: yeah or that there were so many over the years that would just like stay with you but people really liked that show because it was so off the wall yeah. so it was like if you got hooked you got hooked
0: i yeah. feel like passions is going to come back i do i feel like eventually they're going to do like some kind of like new launch of the show because it was just such it was the weirdest like it was, it was almost meta cause yeah it was, like yeah. it was so crazy exactly like i want to see it come back as a nighttime show
2: they, they, honestly, I got, like, sent a thing about a petition that was, like, circulating on Instagram. See? That I was cracking up.
0: See? Yeah. I, actually, I w- let's do a show about, let's call it Passions, but it's all about the lives of the people on the show. Right. While the show was being filmed. See, we got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. It, now, mm-hmm. and this is the thing, right? I mean,
2: a new chapter? Yeah. This is... Yeah, so... Uh- Looking forward to 2020. It's gonna be really interesting. What do you think's going gonna happen? Down. I mean, can we? What can I like hypothesize as to well, what's no, gonna happen? Well, no, can we talk
0: about you know like what's going on?
2: Oh, I haven't. I I I, I well, didn't you know if that. you had. I mean, no, you know, I, that's I why I'm asking I mean,
0: very hesitantly about it. This is not gonna air for two weeks.
2: I don't know. So I don't know. I mean, I mean, the fact of the matter is, is that yeah. I mean, I might as well say like. I don't know how long I'm gonna be on the show what the next chapter holds right right if I'm staying if i'm going i mean i'm I know I'm definitely going for a bit mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying right I'm definitely going for a bit, so are they bringing what I'm really new people? excited about uh yeah, I always bring on new people keep people et cetera but um yeah, I know that uh I'm gonna go back for a bit and then uh
0: spread the wings you are gonna go back though
2: well I've got um I've got uh, a couple weeks of shows to do
0: to wrap it up. Uh huh. And yeah. I mean, fuck, man. Yeah. Was it like a little slap in the face? I mean, I don't. I don't. am not a controversial person. I don't do clickbait, so I don't want to like get anyone talking bad about anyone. I'm talking about more staying in one place. So let me reask the question because I don't want to make right. it like a platform for shit talking. Right. It's like if I rephrase the question, I would say I would ask you this, Galen after spending a decade of yeah. your life in, you know, so, again, very similar continual themes. You spend all this time at Passions. You leave for a while, you come back, right? It was like a year and then they brought you back?
2: It was like six months, uh, okay. which was really, you know, that was like, yeah,
0: yeah. But they brought you back.
2: Right. And then but, that was, but that wasn't but that was like really their choice. That was more so my choice that I wanted to break because that show was really hard and then, uh, our negotiations kind of broke down and so it was like you know we decided we were just going to take a mutual break and then come back together so and you did so, and we did yeah and then and so went off by the, the way air,
0: and that's why you lost that job now this show
2: with that said okay i have seen so and that's why i feel so so uh i mean look i've worked hard and i'm good at what i do i feel you know i can stand Great up here and at say what that what you do period but with that said, I've also been very lucky, and so I don't, you know, I realize that. Um, well, let me and ask you this. a million people I have to stop come and go. say
0: lucky because I don't believe in luck too much. How many times did you tell yourself that this was going to happen for you? That you were, you know, how many times did you tell your subconscious that this was happening? As opposed what? to telling that, what that all of this that you're going to get this modeling job, you're going to get this commercial, you're getting this you know part on passions, you're getting this part on days like when you you know reconciled with Stefano, uh, you know how many times is it you that told yourself you were going to do this, as opposed to telling yourself there's no way I, I mean, can do this in
2: specific terms. Uh, I don't know if I ever did really, but I certainly, um, I worked towards it. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know if like some people the way they work they're like really envision themselves in a certain place yes. and and like I don't do that I don't really work that way I work towards it and then if it happens it happens that's just me
0: And how do you feel as an artist now shedding the skin of someone you've played for 10 years I mean that's someone you live with every day especially with soap schedule shooting Yeah you know I mean It's exciting like is it yeah to, to it just is
2: just i mean there's obviously it it's off? not that simple there's like there's there are, i think you know one has a multitude of emotions when you uh yeah you you look at like potentially pursuing a whole new chapter or pursuing a whole new chapter obviously um and uh that's really like you know at at its base that's certainly the actor's job and and the funny thing is like being an actor on a show where you go that long and are working so much. I mean, it definitely becomes a goal in handcuffs because you're on the show so much. It doesn't really afford you time to do many other things. I mean, passions really didn't at all, at Mm -hmm. least on days there, are like, you know, every fifth or sixth week you have a week off, but even then that's really difficult to get things to line up. Yeah. And so you have to have people willing to work around your schedule, which is also hard, but what ends up happening is you become so comfortable in this character, right? Mm-hmm. And thinking these character style. You know all this, the situations that are around you. And I have such a, you know, it's, it, I'm just very comfortable there. And it's fun, you know. So yeah. it's definitely like, oh my God, there's a whole new chapter. It's nerve-wracking, exciting, you know, a whole gamut of emotions. It's way more complicated than I could even probably put words to. That's the thing. The complexity
0: of it is is not... Uh, something that's easily, you know, sugared over a conversation. Right. It's it's a you know you live with someone. It's not like you know you create a character for you know even a year if mm-hmm. you have to live with someone. You got to live with someone that's real. Yeah. I mean you know Raphael's got to be real to you. 10 oh, years, yeah. You know I mean that's a person who yeah. breathes I and got. has all this shit. You know I mean and now okay you have a degree you have a degree in writing and directing. It's mm-hmm. not a small thing. You you by the way you threw that in. Yeah, through this journey, you got a, a four-year degree, right? In from University of Miami and NYU
2: and NYU. Yeah,
0: for writing and directing. Do you want to write? Do you want to direct? Do
2: yeah. To, well. Yeah, I mean, I really, I really. <laughs> the, the the short yes. You want to take another minute? No, no, no. I was. Do I want to write? Do I want to direct? I. I really want to write, and I really want to be part of of directing, but. I don't know if I'm like, I've just, I have the privilege of just seeing like really good directors. Like I have a vision, but mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to sit with a movie, like the whole thing. Does that make sense? Does, and I'm not saying sense. no. No, but, it takes a
0: certain, you know, insanity to want to direct. It's a, you know, and to I helm a ship like that. It's a, you know.
2: I had it. Honestly, like when I when I the day I graduated, I basically walked off stage and then went out and started shooting passions the next day. Yeah, now,
0: you didn't have much time for exploration. It's like going from modeling fifty uh, commercials to you know a soap opera to another soap opera. Right. You haven't had much time for exploring who the fuck you are right. as an artist beyond that. Right.
2: And 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 that show was so demanding. We worked like fifty weeks a year, twelve hours a day. Can't even spend your money. Right. You you know, thank I, God, but, you think, know. Thank God they're embezzling it for I you. I know, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um so, so that really, like, burnt me out. <laughs> yeah, Totally burnt me out. Like, I did not want to be part of, like, even thinking about doing something. And, um, you know, ultimately that was, like, then, you know, you, you have kids, you have a family, you have responsibilities that you know you start to go okay well the fact that i can go to work and be done by five or six or even earlier and have you know make a decent living and 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 have some yeah it's amazing right and so your priorities change your outlook changes your whole you know there was a i'm still like one of my best friends we were in film school together and Mm he literally like I just went to one of his premieres the other night and it was literally like his first like major feature, you know, he wrote, he wrote directed and it? directed and what is it? You know, um it's uh, a really interesting story. Uh, it's called Better Than Love and it's basically um a story about uh drug addiction and okay. uh you know, OxyContin and and uh Big Pharma and all that. So Yeah. Uh, better Than Love. Better Than Love. Okay. And uh, what was the
0: point? So you're saying you're talking to him, he just directed this thing, you went to the premiere.
2: Yeah. And and, and you know, it's like twenty year twenty years to like get to the point where, you know, he's got this thing, it's pretty crazy. But um
0: Yeah, that's the reality.
2: That's yeah, I mean yeah. that that was for him. But I mean, I, you it, know, for most people. Uh, yeah. it, you know, if I mean you're right.
0: Brett Ratner and you walked in and you're making, you know, X Men in ten years uh, right, from exactly. starting, but right, that's right, not right. usually the case. No. Um
2: but just so I know how much I know how much work and how much of your heart and how, like it takes. And mm-hmm. so to sit here and be like, Yeah, I'm gonna direct a feature tomorrow, like did, you know. But I I'd certainly l- like for anything that I would write, I would have a vision and I would love to be part of that. But I also know like there are so many talented directors. Like I would see one of my friends was like a cinematographer and he could like he would edit the whole thing, like he was like Orson Wells, like you know, he'd like see the whole thing edited in camera and was so good at the juxtaposition of shots and just the whole thing. Like, I just come and be like, maybe I'm not that good. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, or maybe it's just another fucking aspect that you have to learn. Like, you had to homeschool yourself in, in you know, New York while you were modeling and, you know, I'm sure, fighting off uh, women. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say yeah. Men, I will say women. this,
2: though. Two of my teachers you at were school were like, who made, these, who made these films for you? I was like, what are you fucking talking about? Like oh, really? They thought that that was like... So so always pretty good. At, right. So but, you know. right. So
0: now you're entering this new phase. Yeah. I, I personally don't think you're going to be, you know, a free agent that long. Right. Oh, wait, the sports thing. Personally, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're going to be around so long without a job. I don't I think don't you're going to be unemployed. I, I, unemployed anything. But I don't think you're going right. to have a job for, for that long to, you know, I, I think you better decide fast if you want to go do yeah. something because I think another opportunity is probably going to. Oh, I
2: appreciate that.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not saying it because I, I like to be wrong. <laughs> he'll correct yeah. he'll correct you if he thinks he's wrong yeah exactly
2: <laughs> you're not gonna put it on the list are you
0: <laughs> I think that one goes that would be
2: fucked up if you just opened it up put it on the list huh I, I at this no, point wrong.
0: at this point I'm just kind of numb yeah yeah I'm just kind of numb to <laughs> I it.
2: get that it's, I get that.
1: Well, did, You know, we've been talking, Yeah, Cliff has been teaching me a lot about these through lines <laughs> and watching all this stuff. <laughs> oh, I, I've oh, learned oh, a lot That was a compliment. A, oh, thank, thank you. He oh, oh, no, was it. being <laughs> real. Yeah. And thank one of the is. things, like, wow, watch this connected. life. You c- you yeah. talked a lot about being lucky and all this stuff. You grew up in such, everything was a week, a year, six months. We moved school to school and back and forth Yeah, to Santa Rosa. And, and then you flipped that all the way over as soon as with this career of 20 years yep. in basically two jobs the like tom no,
0: brady of soap like, operas that's, right it's
1: it's it, that's, but that's you you basically took what the all this like turmoil and flip uh, oh, you're boom.
0: right and coincidentally tom brady is coming up for being a free agent for the first <laughs> time in his that's career true. that's true. I why like do i know that's this that's why you picked it why do i know this i don't know i don't know why i know this
2: I don't watch you the news, I don't
0: watch sports. Well, I don't know no, no, no. how I know this, but I, I absolutely know it got lodged somewhere. Maybe you, maybe you follow his wife on Instagram. PFC. No, I don't do <laughs> stuff like that. No. I, married women. Why do I want to follow a married model? No, you're not.
2: <laughs> Wait, uh, what what is PFC? Prefrontal cortex. Oh, gotcha. gotcha, yeah, gotcha yeah, 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 just yeah, lodged so got, right uh, stuffed right, right, in there. Got
0: it. Yeah, listen. At the uh, Yes to mm-hmm. what you're saying. You did flip it completely. Yeah. And you've had this completely stable with your your best dad. By the way, you are an amazing dad. A great, great husband. Team. I mean I don't know we'll how to By the Jana way, my wife to...
2: doesn't drink. She didn't drink. She never so, had a problem with it. She just doesn't do it. Yeah. So that's a total opposite too. Talk about flipping the script, you know.
0: Well, that kinda makes sense. Yeah. And plus you always have a designated driver. There's that. Wherever you go, no Uber cost. See, you're saving money all the time. You're uh, going to be fine. Right? You're going to be fine, Saving man. so much money you on Ubers. Really? Yeah. I think I got a parking ticket, though. Yeah. Cocktails are expensive. I you know how, how to buy those? I a parking ticket the other night to 68 here? bucks. Here? Not, no, here, if you got a parking ticket, I'll pay for it.
1: Oh, yeah, yes, why I don't did you park in the lot? Yeah. No, because no I, I didn't to. tell them.
0: By the way, did you see above? If you got a parking ticket, I'll, I'll pay for it. Because <laughs> I was a fucking idiot, and I didn't say anything. So Didn't know there was one. Sorry. Should have asked. Yeah, listen. I should have told you. Hopefully, I don't have one. Oh yeah, that's right. Why you're no, already, so, Yeah, I mean, you oh. didn't get one. I got one. Yeah, because I'm lucky. Not, not here there, though. Yeah. I got one ounce in there.
2: Anyway, I digress. going to lower this down because now I'm like not sitting as tall.
0: Oh really? What happened? <laughs> you just tired. <laughs> <laughs> you just deflated. Well, this is what happens by the time I'm done with you. Right. I just sucked I'm like it all. Like that guy. Like uh, bone marrow. I, right. right. This. The Oz doll. Right. The cause. Cause doll. Yeah. Uh, is there anything? I mean, listen. You're, you're embarking on this new moment. Is there anything you do want to? This is what I want to say. Uh-huh. I'm fucking happy for your fans. You know why? Why's that? Because for this momentary lapse while you're not on the show, yeah. you get to do a lot more meet and greets with them. And they get to see you. Is okay. It? Yeah, but it's a lot of money, man. Is it? I don't know. Don't tell me like you don't know. See, that's how you know it's a lot of money when they go, what do you mean? No, it's not. No, it's really not. It's really not. Is that true? It is. It no, is. are you fucking with me? No,
2: I'm not. I wouldn't lie to you.
0: Appearance fees like that are not a lot of money? Uh-uh. See, that's what we do as Americans. Not for, we not, conflate not things. Not
2: for, not for the daytime genre, no. Fuck. Weird, I know. That's not nice. I know, it does, it sucks. You have such a huge fan
0: base. Why would that? Um, Maybe because they don't work. They're all around during the day. <laughs> <laughs> like me. Uh,
2: no, a lot of them, like, now they, they uh, record it, so.
0: Oh, yeah, that's so, right. No one watches anything when it's on anymore. Right. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm, I'm of that era. All right. Well, so we got oh, nothing yeah. to promote, though, huh? Because I don't really get well. Into not promotion. yet. I mean, that's look, that's my point. I don't I... like it. I don't like it unless it's like something like, okay, you got something great. But I just he, oh, well, uh, talk that's about convenient you. then.
2: Good. I want to talk about you. That's why. Well, we're but here. that would be me. Like if I had something coming up, I would certainly love to. And look. There are I, yes, there are some things, but I'm not exactly sure what they are yet. But that's happening. We're going to
1: screen print a bunch of shirts with his face on it that just say "Dirty Sanchez," and then are going to sell that merch.
2: I might just yeah, and wear those a lot on yeah. the show. But that wasn't my character. They they changed it. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty Hernandez. A yeah, uh, Dirty, Dirty Hernandez shirt. Sure. R- re- <laughs> so
0: I am excited for you, man. Thanks, I really man. am, and I cannot uh, really thank you so much yeah. for coming in and sitting here for ever. Wow, man. You're awesome. I just <laughs> my, looked at the, my, uh, the watch.
2: See, do you know what's fucked up? What? Uh, we're sitting in these chairs, and he's got like the kings thrown oh, over yeah, there. Oh, I know. Do you and know what like I'm saying? Wiggling. Like yeah. he's almost showing off how he's wiggling oh, his yeah, butt Oh, no, yeah, I'm not. I, I can't just can't
1: wiggle. sit still.
0: It's the ADD. I can't sit still. But no, I, let me tell you, this is the, I finally today was like, you know, I'm just going to switch my chair, and I carried it over, and I did uh-huh. it, and it was the first time I've ever had it. It looks
2: good, though, right? I bet it feels better I don't really yeah. care How it looks yeah. at this point But how's it
0: I was sitting on that chair For the last You know Several Sessions Really
2: Yeah, yeah. And he changed
1: it And gave yeah. it to the guest And guests. now
0: <laughs> I'm gonna change it Again <laughs> the next shit. time Yeah I know right Wow Pretty incredible That we did this Wow Right We don't wait, fuck is, around here Wait what time did I come here 3.40 uh, Noon I think you've been here <laughs> Since noon
2: Oh my god 3.40 Get me out of here right, ladies and
0: gentlemen Alright Galen Garing, Thank you for being here Thank, thank you Galen Enjoy you it so it so I mean I thought at part one I was like, okay, it's not gonna get that much, you know, crazy. like there'll be some instances where it's crazy, but we, we kinda heard all this shit.
1: I mean, <laughs> did you expect ever in the story for somebody to say we were um, we were getting death threats from our, our commercial shoot and I had to hide I I was yeah. hidden by a merchant in a rug store under a bunch of rugs?
0: I mean that just imagine him pressed under all those rugs. That's gotta be scary as fuck. Oh my god. I mean but also, you know, uh, to go to the other side of that is like, can you imagine this guy at his like peak modeling at the like, University of Miami and in New York? What were those part- like oh What was God. going
1: on in that guy's life? Uh, I mean, I- he, all I got to <laughs> say is this. Yeah. A lot of people don't deserve that. He deserved he all the He deserves every bit of it. He deserved every minute of happiness yeah. and 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 whatever you want to call it, gluttony or whatever. He earned it.
0: Which he the, didn't even uh, say he had any. We're just imagining because we don't get it. So <laughs> exactly. we're imagining that it's gluttonous. Yeah. He might be just a real straight shooter. Yeah. Like, you know, it doesn't matter. I just want
1: to believe it was gluttonous. Either way, he earned it. That, that, that Every gr- bit of it, though. <laughs> every
0: bit of his success. Every bit of, of all of it. It's like, for all intents and purposes, this guy could have been dead ten times. And instead, he's a successful actor. And by the way, this thing with Days, I mean, blown away. Uh,
1: did we did we break news tonight?
0: We broke news. I think we broke news. I feel like we broke... I feel like... Yeah, let's just say we did.
1: Jason and Cliff Dortman breaking, breaking news. news. <laughs>
0: you know, this is about as good as it gets here. But I do have to say that I think they're making a big fucking mistake. Uh, I, I agree, 100%. I think it's the best thing that could happen to Galen. I think he's going to end up with a film career for the next 20 years uh. of his life. And then he'll, you know... That's it. He'll do whatever he wants. Yeah, he's going to be great. And the depth of this guy, the gravitas.
1: Oh, he's going to be fine. Do not
0: sleep on Galen Garing Do <laughs> not sleep on Garing. There's a lot
1: of depth going on Unless here. Unless it's in the foyer of an abandoned like Italian mall. <laughs> then you can sleep there. But otherwise, no. Have you been watching The Good Place? Oh, yes. Every, every time. Oh, wait.
0: We have not finished, though, talking about Servant. Servant's over. Oh, yes. I mean, what the fuck? That baby turning back into the doll?
1: Yeah, so... Are you fucking kidding me? I am convinced that ah. it's magic. Now it's magic. It's got to be magic, right. right? Like they didn't just. He didn't just. She didn't put the doll a back in suitcase. It's a but suitcase. How right? are they making all the other people?
0: Like they had the 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 baptism and everything. Like so, all those people saw the live Jericho. I,
1: think, I don't think it's an illusion. I think the baby was alive. Oh. I think she's a witch, right? In right. their cult, that's. It's either their cult and she's a witch, or she just took the baby back because. But there has to be something magical. Like you don't just get, you don't just lose all your taste buds and uh, get splinters in your elbows oh, for and no that reason. Shot
0: of the cop driving by and the hundred people surrounding her on the block, so and then he backs up and they're gone. Yeah. That's magic.
1: That's like, yeah, a big. That was
0: and Tiger Nell, what's her name? Tiger Nell, uh, uh, Nell Tigerfree. Mm-hmm.
1: Are you fucking? She that was so good. girl, a
0: girl, woman, actor, is absolutely phenomenal. She was wonderful. I am still creeped out. By this performance, and and everyone on the show is phenomenal. There's no, but and and now what? What the fuck are they going to do for season two?
1: Road trip. <laughs> but there is a season two, right? Yeah, it, supposedly there's already one. They, he has six, he has a. Um, I read. Uh, he has a sixty episode arc pre- prepared for this show. So six seasons. Wow! Oh
0: man, I can't wait. I'm excited. All right. Well. Um, tune in to our next episode, which is going to be with Sean Kittleson, who is Jason's good friend and the author of
1: "Heart Attack" yes. episode or uh, book three out right now. And also several video games you might have heard yeah. of: Mortal Kombat Eleven, just, Injustice. Yeah,
0: just the thing, Mortal Kombat. So we'll be talking to Sean about his road. And really, again, I just want to say to all the fans out there, thanks for you know choosing us. We know there's a lot of podcasts you could choose to fly with. And we're really glad that you chose to fly with us. I
1: hope ours is the longest. Thank you very much.
0: (laughs) Thank you and goodbye.